You're listening to Sacred by Design, and I'm your host, Andrea. If you're struggling to connect your struggle to God, settle in. We believe Jesus knows your sexual brokenness and is inviting you to wholeness. Are you ready? Here's your invitation this week. I'm hugging a pillow because the work of becoming whole, walking in freedom, living out your true identity sounds and is triumphant. The goal is lofty, and it comes at a cost. You gave up your addiction, and while that is a triumphant yes, it is still a loss. If you have felt it or are feeling that sting, I'm with you. That sting or ache you might feel from time to time in your walk away from masturbation or pornography or hooking up is a sign that you may be grieving. Does that feel weird to say? Or does that make sense to you? There is something both sacred and necessary to naming your grief as you heal. It is okay. It is expected that you might miss the distraction, the relaxation, the intensity, and the high of your past behavior. Masturbating, pornography, hooking up was an easy way to escape those difficult feelings. And you've lost your buffer. Don't be surprised if guilt might come knocking real loud, even as you consider the idea of grieving the loss of your addiction. And you might think to yourself, how could I feel sad about saying goodbye to masturbating when I know the shame that it brings? Or why would I miss looking up the same porn or people to ease my loneliness when I know how it ends? Let's ask guilt to leave. Let's ask those questions. Because it's okay. Grieve the loss of the search. Grieve the loss of your addiction. It's part of the process. It's a good part of the process to healing. Just hear me out. Grief will show up in reaction to the intense changes taking place in your heart and in your mind and in your body. Grief is going to show up as you're making these big changes. So be ready. What would it look like to welcome grief minus guilt? Because it makes sense, okay? It makes sense that the predictable nature of your unwanted sexual behavior felt comforting, that it felt safe. Addiction is predictable, and that predictability can feel comforting and safe even when it hurts you. I know. If you've done the work to discover the source uh, behind your porn habit, or your pull to casual sex, knowing that source definitely gives you an understanding of the why and how of your addiction and how it served you. But that can also feel sad. That can also feel painful. Your addiction no longer serves you. <clears throat> there is a lot of learning and understanding in this sacred process of becoming sexually whole, right? Right. There's a lot. Understanding and um, accepting this process of grieving helps recovery to be less of a mystery. 
There's a lot of joy in the triumph of recovery and walking in freedom. And that joy is blessed and it's holy. There's a lot of grief in the triumph of recovery and walking in freedom. Your grief is holy, just like your joy. Dan Allender says, The tenderness of God is always present, but the human heart is never more available to God's kindness and presence than when in grief. If you feel grief well up, consider kicking guilt to the curb and instead make a seat next to you for God and allow him to be with you in it. Take time to lament and grieve. Let's practice what good, healthy grief looks like. Read through the Psalms for some really great examples. Journal, cry it out, sit with it. Or pray, God, grief is filling my throat, it's gripping my chest, and it's swirling in my head. Father in heaven, allow my grief to become an act of embodied surrender. I've come to the end of how I manage my pain. And I'm feeling it. I need you, God. Help me feel the depth of my sorrow and thank you for letting me feel the depth of my sorrow and for staying next to me. I know that we've talked about Martha and Mary here before, but we're doing it again. So going to John 11, uh, this is the scene where Lazarus is dead and Jesus arrives on the scene and Martha runs to Jesus with her grief and says, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. And then she defends her faith and covers her where are you kind of anger with knowledge of scripture, with knowledge of Jesus. But when Mary walks up, she starts with the same exact words, if you had been here, but then she falls to the ground and cries. And then Jesus weeps. This, as Kurt Thompson teaches, is an example of when grief is fully in the room, without distraction or debate or denial, that is when Jesus acts. Jesus acts when we name our grief. There is something both sacred and necessary to naming your grief as you heal. Ask Jesus to help you name it, to weep with you, and to move forward from your grief, your blessed and holy grief. Thanks for listening. May the voice that calls you beloved be louder than the whispers of shame. If you're ready to learn more, head to our website, And if you're ready to dive in, consider meeting with one of our spiritual coaches. You can find us at regenerationministries.org.